Hi, I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. As promised to all of you, I've got my darling Dudu sitting opposite me in my recording studio. She helps me with everything that I do at Biz News, and thank goodness for her. She's too bright by half, and she knows how to use all this equipment and machinery that I don't. Dudu Masugu, welcome to Carrie's Corner. Thank you, Carrie Adams, <laughs> for uh, inviting me today. <laughs> Dudu, we're going to talk about you first, because the whole method behind my madness, speaking to you, is one really of, A, introducing you to my world, because I think it's very important that we work as a team and everybody knows who you are just as they know who I am, and B, because you are young, dynamic, beautiful, clever, Mm. Um, about to embark upon your life, I think that it's very interesting and pertinent for my industry to hear what Generation Y people are drinking. So we're going to do all of that. But first of all, we're going to talk about Dudu and where you came from. Where were you born? I was born in Pretoria um, in Soshanguve. That's where my my father's home was. So my mother and my father had a house there and my dad's home was also around the area. Okay. So my mom came into that family to be the mom really because both their parents, my grandparents had passed on by the time they oh. got married. And my dad was the first of eight siblings. So you can Good imagine. Mm-hmm. So you never had a gogo. You never had a granny. Not from paternal side, no. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But my maternal grandmother actually is the one who just recently passed now. Right. Yes. On the first of September, bless her soul. I she was. Know. God knows how old, Carrie. We we were just playing guessing games. I was so fascinated. You said you were guessing how old yep. Gran was. You yep. didn't know. No, we didn't. How cute is that? That's beautiful. I learned so much from her. She was a walking encyclopedia. Everything I know about tradition, customs, culture, you know what, the history. And now was was mum also a Zulu and gran Zulu? No. No. Mum's side, all Bedi. Actually, they are the Malobedu people from Limpopo. Okay. So if you call anybody who is a Molobedu somebody Bedi, they take offense because they take pride in their beautiful language. Uh, But mum was Bedi is from Limpopo in Zanin. Okay. And dad was Zulu from KZN in Fryhead in a small... It must have been quite a fasty relationship. Right? Then. I always <laughs> ask my mother, where did you guys meet? Honestly, where did you meet? So their love story is so inspirational. My Tell mom us. and my dad actually met when my mom was um, a student nurse. So she was placed in Pretoria, from Tembisa to Pretoria. She had to commute every single morning, oh 4 a.m. And that's how she met my dad. My dad was actually a lecturer. Um, for the University of Tswane and okay. worked for, funny enough, the SAB sometime in his life. Okay. Um, for SA Breweries? Yes. No wonder he sounds like such a nice man. <laughs> a good right? drinking boy. Yes. A beer swilling boy. We like boys who drink beer. Of course. And a gentleman, Kerry. Oh, their their love story is actually a blueprint to my love life. 
I will not accept anything well, less. Well, that's difficult because oh, I was about to say to you, you have set <laughs> such high standards that there is no poor guy on planet Earth who is going to catch my doo-doo-loo. Mm-hmm. No, um, you know what? I'm mature enough to be realistic that okay. I might not get the beautiful fairy tale that my mother well, got. Well, tell us. I interrupted you. What's the beautiful fairy tale? Um, so apparently my, my mom was swept off her feet by my dad by a beautiful gesture he made in a train. She was on her way to work. She's a student. She's tired. It's 4 a.m. And he was sitting down and he just said to her, would you like to sit down? And offered her the seat because the train was full. You see how I've gone blue flesh. The rest is history. Oh. What do we need to do to keep up with the trains? And, of course, I love to keep up with the wine trains. Mm. What do you kids drink when you go out drinking? You know, Kerry, the one thing that you guys have done that excited me was the launch of the Biz News Shop. I'm How so cute excited. How are you? Oh, Good my girl. goodness. And you know, I'm a wine enthusiast. So I, I keep know. on asking you things. Kerry, what, what is this? What is that? Mm. And the one thing that I've actually introduced to my friends is the Paul Kluver. And I got that from you. I know. I remember when we were still at WeWork in Santon, you brought a bottle of Paul Kluver, the Sauvignon Blanc, and I never loved it. I loved it. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to get Paul Kluver (laughs) on the phone and we're going to get him to speak to you. He's so gorgeous. That Kluver family are just a big credit to us. Beautiful. I'm so pleased to hear that. I love that. I never looked back from the day that we had that bottle. I bought it, I introduced it to my friends, and they also love it. What a fantastic story. So okay, that, so you're loving Sauvignon Blanc mm-hmm, at the moment. I am, and I'm actually, um, funny enough, I'm experimenting with Chardonnays. That's um, a good girl. That's my protege. <laughs> they came to me by, you know, I went to a, a wine tasting event in this beautiful farm in Irene um, somewhere, and it was just by coincidence. A friend of mine just said, um, there's this come thing along. on Thursday, come with please, and we weren't, and I absolutely loved the Chardonnays. Um, right now I have a bottle of the Warwick, the first oh, lady in my house. Fab. That is another bottle that I'm so excited to introduce to everybody. Do do. I didn't know that you were this keen. I mean, I knew that. That you were keen on wine, but I didn't, I'm going to have to take you with me to all my my tastings and things. Definitely, Kerry. Let's do it. Why okay, not? Okay, so you we're know? doing. We're absolutely going to do that. Mm-hmm. So by the time I'm finished with you, you're going to be running Kerry's corner. That's for sure. It's going to be <laughs> doo-doo's What? What's a D? Doo-doo's I don't know. Okay, be. I don't think I can do what you do. You definitely but, um, could. You are going to. <laughs> so you're doing some Warwick Chardonnay. Yes, and that and is what if I'm we're doing drinking right red, what do you like? Red wine. If we're going red, the the chocolate block. Ooh. I know. Even the name just oh. is so enticing, isn't it's it? It's so strong, Kerry. It's it's powerful. It's beautiful. It goes with any meal. So that I've also seen with a couple of the dinner dates that I go to. Generation Y is very keen on. When they go red, they go on the chocolate block and the fat bastard. Those two are Which very means popular. that you like big, bold. Do you see? Spicy, strong. strong. Yes, that's I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> and dudes, do you think that wine is growing as a category? I think it's growing as a category among my peers. Okay. And I've seen this when the lockdowns happened and the lockdown started. And, you know, at the time, everybody had their thing. I only drink beer. I only drink cider, that type of thing. But unfortunately, you were forced into a corner to experiment and try new things. And didn't you love that the wine wine people of the world Mm. banded together and somehow made wine available? 
I love that you sort were of our heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I love this sort of rev- little tiny little revolt that said. We'll do a few flick flacks for you and mm-hmm. we'll make sure that you are kept in wine, whether it came out of people's cellars or where it came from. So is that sort of when you started really drinking wine, do you think? I had always been a wine girl, but I didn't entirely know what I was drinking. Mm. I just loved anything sweet because I hadn't been exposed to it. But now that I'm in all these platforms, now that I'm meeting Carrie, now that, mm. you know, I'm going to make sure that you are... Not just meeting, but you tasting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you taste. Because, you know, there's such a wealth and a, a spectrum of tastes out there that you might not even have thought about yet. Exactly. That's my thought, exactly. And that's what I love about wine tasting events. They give us such a confidence because, you know, in a big restaurant where you are ordering a meal and there's this list of wines, it's kind of intimidating if you Very don't know what you're talking about. It is. So when you're going into a wine tasting event, you actually have somebody there to explain to you what is yeah. this, what are you tasting, yeah. what you should look for, the blends, the types, the tastes. And the next time you're in a restaurant, your confidence is is high and you know what you're saying because you've had it before. So when the lockdown started, I've seen it that among my peers, they were so open to trying new things because they didn't have a choice. But the beautiful thing is even post lockdowns, they're still there. They're still buying the wine. That's what I was going to ask you. So it's actually endured. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic Now people are happy to say, you know what, I'll have wine today. And the other thing that oh, I've also music noticed, to my ears, Didelu. The other thing I've noticed is that um, the Generation Y is not entirely millennials. Generation Y seems so much more sensible. Thank goodness. Yes, we are. We actually are. Um, we are careful. Yeah. We think about things, and even when it comes to alcohol and partying, it's no different. We don't want to go all out all the time yeah. and have the babalas and miss yeah. work. And No. So sometimes on a Thursday evening, you just want to have two, three of your friends over for dinner, over a fireplace uh-huh. or whatever. Open a bottle of wine and say, guys, this I got from Carrie Adams. It is the new Paul Kluver so-and-so. It's it beautiful. Let's taste it. Enjoy it. And tomorrow, they will be asking the name, friend, what is the name of that bottle where can i get it so dudes if i were to say to my industry we are targeting and i hate that word because it sounds like it's hunting for something (laughs) which i suppose in essence it is really um if i were to say to my wine industry this is our generation that we want to target Mm. is that the best way to go about marketing Small groups of people, tiny tastings, meaningful, more um, educational than anything else? That's the best way to go about it because um, after the small groups, we like to do the big groups for sensible things. I'll give you an example. If I'm having a friend over for supper and they bring their partner and I open a bottle of whatever that I have, a Sauvignon Blanc that I have in, in, in my cellar, and the next week we're going over for um, maybe a, a couple's retreat, what yeah. do you think I'm going to bring for drinks? Exactly. exactly that. So I think that is the correct approach. Small groups of my generation, why? Um, get them interested. Open this bottle. I've got talk a business 
plan brewing in my head for you, Dudu Masuhu? So yes, Kerry, I think that's the best way to go about it. The small groups, um, just see what they like, where they hang out, um, because we don't entirely go to clubs and, you know. Don't you? So you don't really do no, big clubbing? we don't do big clubbing unless it's maybe for an event. Yeah. For somebody like myself, I'm in this industry. So if they if there's something happening at a, at a certain club, like the previous week I was at a cigar bar, yes, for the first time in my life, and it was so interesting and refreshing to see ladies ordering cognac. I think we had this conversation. We did talk air. about it, and I was so excited to hear. I was that so as excited well. to see it. It was so refreshing to me because you would expect that ladies will be the one that's more interested in wine, but no. And there was a gentleman at the bar who actually ordered sparkling pink wine. Brilliant. And I, I love like, him. I love revolution. I love to see this. This is new. This is fresh. And my generation is not shy to experiment. That is the best news. And this is not what I expected you to tell me. You know, <laughs> guys, I just to fill you in. I said to Dudu at the beginning of the week when we were sitting chatting about this week's program. Mm. And I looked at you and I thought, I know what I need to do. You are, you hold the key to where the industry needs to be going, looking, et cetera, et cetera, which is why we're sitting here today. Mm-hmm. But I never thought that this is what you were going to be telling me. <laughs> I thought that Generation Y, which is now coming on track with people who've got jobs with um, uh, liquidity and mm-hmm. and money spent for for goodies and nice things and what have you. That's your generation now. Mm -hmm. The millennials are already all having babies. They're buying nappies and and bottles and paying school fees and that sort of stuff. It's you Mm -hmm. and your generation that we need to be. And you are a lot less hysterical than your generation before you. You're calm, you're confident, you're quiet. We are. We've learned. I think the best thing we did as Generation Y was to learn. From those that came before us, we Look saw and we saw their mistakes, and we said, "No, I'm not going to be the one to fall for that trap." That is such good news, mm-hmm. guys out there. I hope you're all listening to what Dudu <laughs> has to say because that is really good news. Yeah. It is good because evolution should be progressive, and to regress and become more wild, more drug addicted, more binge drinking, mm. more brattish, more whatever it is. To be fair. I think I might tell you that my millennial and all his friends, Mm -hmm. who I love with my heart, (laughs) I do love them all, have calmed down into exactly that to do, the nicest, most sensible, who are almost, they're not regretful of their behavior, but they're a little bit remorseful. Do you know what I'm saying? I see. You're not going to have to... You're not going to have to be remorseful at all because you're behaving ex- in an exemplary fashion. Exactly. We don't have to worry about that, fortunately. And dudes, if we if we're looking at things like historically, um, boys drank beer, girls drank sweet wine, um, boys drank whiskey, girls drank gin and tonic, mm-hmm. um, boys drank brut, girls drank rosé. Is it still the case? Definitely not. I don't like rosé and I'm a girl. Okay. I'm drinking brut and so are so many other people. Oh, really? And tell me, please tell me you like some demi-sec. I love demi-sec. Definitely, Gary. Okay, we're going to do a little, we're going to do a little demi-sec tasting. (laughs) 
for you and your mates. I would love it. I would love it. It is so beautiful. The one other thing that's very, very um, popular among my peers is the grow nectar. The sparkling wine, the champagne, if you like, mm. the grown night nectar sparkling, and that rose night nectar, that rose one, and Ooh. it is popular in both the boys and the girls. That's encouraging. I actually hear. did a small poll, a, a survey, in preparation for when I was doing my research, and I asked boys, champagne for you, and I am happy to report, Kerry, I got seventy percent of boys saying yes, please. Any day, wow. all day. So that old notion it's pointing of in the right direction. No, our boys are not doing that. My generation are saying yes, I'll drink champagne. My generation are saying a pink drink, yes, please. You see, um, real men drink rosé. Yes, and dudes, you think when it comes to spirits, any specific trends in spirits? In spirits, uh, a lot of people are experimenting with cocktails. And again, ah. another product of the lockdowns. So imagine you are at a lockdown and you have two bottles of vodka and two friends are coming over. What are you going to do? You're make going it go to, you're, exactly. You're <laughs> going to stretch it out. So and just be, honest, just be honest. You also had those days yeah. where, you, where you had one, you had five tots of vodka, <laughs> three tots of Sanzano, two tots of brandy, a tot of whiskey, whatever. Cocktail, hmm? And I had to make it stretch out <laughs> because I didn't know when the country was going to be opened again. <laughs> so rum is very popular as well. That's good to hear. Rum, I love rum. rum is popular among um, my, my men, actually. Yeah. Rum the, is a sailor's drink. Yes. Let's be honest. Ooh. To be a sailor, you're a And, and um, you know how gin is coming out with all these flavors yes do you like the crafty gins your generation you're drinking crafty gins they are drinking they are drinking crafty gins and i'll tell you why they're drinking crafty gins because they did not know about it before lockdown so here i come and i have a mixture of everything (laughs) and i'm selling in back doors what are you going to get you're going to get all of these things all of of these flavors and you're going to taste them sit there because you're also trying to stretch out this alcohol so every sip counts so they're actually tasting it and they're going back to say, hmm, I actually do like this. What is Did this? That's the name of it. your new business. Every <laughs> sip counts. Every sip counts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so the gins, um, the, uh, the, the orange flavors. Yes. Rooibos tea. Tanqueray came out with that. Uh, Cucumber, oh, they've got that Seville. That Sevilla. Sevilla. Yes. Oh. That one. That's the very popular one amongst my people I've seen. Interesting. Ladies and gents, they're buying that so much. It's and, delicious. And, and another bit of vodka. I've seen vodka do a comeback. I'm not sure why. Because vodka was very popular when I was growing up, when I was still in college. You know, vodka is, is an easy drink. It's either super, super expensive and very slippery and very sexy, mm-hmm. or it's rocket fuel. Ooh, it'll, sort of. <laughs> it'll, it'll, you know, I always say everybody has a vodka story. <laughs> vodka. <laughs> For me, in my generation, everyone had a tequila story. We have a vodka story. Okay, because, good. So okay. that Sky Vodka is also doing a very big Sky's comeback. Sky's a gorgeous product. It's making a comeback. And my generation are loving it. I'm not sure why, though, that vodka And what do you back, mix it with? I. Okay. Let's talk about me We're here. talking about you, baby. <laughs> Come on. I will mix it with a Sprite. Okay. Crushed ice. A little bit of lime. Oh, fresh. little you twist know? of lime. Yes, that's what I'm doing in my house. Okay. Um, but other people will prefer to do it with uh, tonic water. As, um, uh, is anybody into fruit juice and, and spirits? No. 
it's actually a trend that's very frowned upon in, in, in Generation Y. Okay. People are like, what are you doing with the juice? You're messing up alcohol. Okay. It's like people who drink creme liqueur and mix it with ice cream or whatever. My generation don't like that. Okay. You're either going to have creme liqueur on the on rocks own? or just don't at all. If you can't handle it, leave it alone. That's what they're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Purists, you know. So good food and good wine. I can't believe home. how civilized this is for a bunch of youngsters. <laughs> Me too. Hey, what's I always, happened? I always see, you know, statuses on social media. Somebody's like, I live like a 40 year old. And so many comments come uh, flocking in to say, Me too. I'm always indoors. <laughs> Me too. I'm always I indoors. I think it's amazing. So, I think yeah. it's the start of a fantastic new generation. I really do. I think Me you're going to bring up your kids nicely. Mm-hmm. I think you're all going to have what sounds like good taste. Yep. Good cooking skills. Definitely. Educated yourselves in the way of booze, which Mm -hmm. is a very good thing in my life. And minding our own business. And minding your own business. And I've noticed you don't, you don't get involved in any nonsense in office spaces. (laughs) No. No, No, not for me. It's a very, very fascinating chat that we've just had. It's not what I expected at all. Really? I'm not glad. what I expected. So this weekend, <laughs> do, 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 what are you up to this weekend? This weekend, today, I actually after work, I have another date, Carrie. <gasps> so I'm meeting up. <laughs> okay. Do you I'm do know that they're going to have to get past me before they get yes. to the second date? Oh, huh? It's just one of those, let's entertain them. A free meal, again, cook for me, let's see what you can okay. do in the kitchen. So I have that going on and tomorrow, I actually have my girls coming over. Um, to my house for a little bit of brunch. You should have told um, me about all of this. I would have sent a few bottles of sample wine for you. Uh, not to worry, we have ample amount of time. We definitely, and we I, do. all my winemakers out there listening, I bet you you're also jealous that Dudu belongs to me and not you. <laughs> but you've heard it. The girls like to experiment. They like to taste good Sauvignon Blancs. Mm-hmm. They like to taste, they're on, they're on the road to Chardonnay, which is always a very good. And cognac. some nice white blends that I'm going to introduce you to as Ooh. well. Cognacs are good for after dinner and strong reds. Mm. Rosé bubblies. Mm-hmm. You can never go wrong with that. And vodka with Sprite. There we go. Infinitely civilized. <laughs> Signed, sealed and delivered. Dudu, you are an absolute star. Thank you for everything that you do for me. Oh, on Carrie's corner, you are an absolute star. And thank you for the insights that you've given us today. I am completely fascinated. <laughs> thank you for having me, Carrie. Have a great weekend, my sweetheart. <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye.